0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You just found the most downloaded fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Mind Pump. Right in today's episode, uh, we answered listeners' questions, but this was after an intro portion. Today, it was 51 minutes long. This is where we talk about current events and family life, and we bring up uh, fitness studies. By the way, if you want to skip around your favorite parts, check the show notes. We have timestamps there that you can click on. Also, if you want to write out a question that we can answer, go to Instagram, at MindPumpMedia. That's where you can post your questions, and then we'll pick from there. Um, One more thing, our three-part Train the Trainer series on January 15th, starting on January 15th, you can still sign up for that. If you're a trainer or coach, you want to become more successful at what you do, go to MindPumpTrainer.com. Now, this episode is brought to you by some sponsors. The first one is Organifi. They make organic supplements that help you with athletic performance, muscle building, fat loss, sleep, and overall wellness. By the way, they just came out with their first ever kids greens product. Pretty interesting stuff. Go check them out. Go to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash mind pump. Use the code mind pump and get 20% off. This episode's also brought to you by Paleo Valley. They make paleo inspired supplements. Uh, for, to improve your health. They have meat sticks that are grass fed, by the way, beef, grass fed meat sticks. They're not dry. They're delicious. They even have beef tallow. If you want to cook your food in a fat that has a high cook temperature that has some health benefits, they have beef tallow and they have many, many other products. Check them out. Go to paleovalley.com. That's P-A-L-E-O valley.com forward slash mind pump. Use the code mind pump 15 for 15% off your first order. We also have a special this month. So every year at the beginning of the year, we come out with these bundles of programs and we discount them heavily. In fact, this year, each bundle is $300 to $350 off. Check them out. We have the new to weightlifting bundle, the body transformation bundle. We have the new year extreme intensity bundle. And then we have the body transformation bundle 2.0. All of them on sale right now. Go to mapsjanuary.com. All right, here comes the show. When picking a protein powder, here are the two most important things you should consider. Number one. Make sure
1: it's got protein in it.
0: That's right. No, number one. (laughs) That is important. It needs to be free from impurities. Uh, Believe it or not, a remarkable amount of protein powders have high amounts of heavy metals. That's not good for you. Number two, is it easily digestible for you? That's it. Those are the two things you need to consider. Aside from that, I mean, what kind of protein you get, how the flavor, all that stuff, not nearly as important. So- free from impurities, and is it easy to digest? This is what people need to focus on.
1: Last episode my, before we go on vacation, I thought I'd fuck with you on your, uh, your my, intro there. My intro there? Yeah. You did good. didn't break stride. That was pretty Never. good. So there is, a, there is actually one more thing that I think is important to consider. At least I remember this being a challenge with clients when they would go out to go buy protein, right? So I would- typically tell my client like, oh, here's a couple brands that I like, right? You know, check these out. And, you know, inevitably, you know, one out of three would come back with a brand that I didn't say, you know, yeah. and they, and then they would be like, oh, I found this one it was for cheaper. way cheaper, yeah. you know? And I, and one of the things that the, one of the hustles of many hustles that the supplement industry has, but one of the hustles in, in the protein market Because that's the the most expensive part is the amount of protein in there and then is it like third-party tested and is it actually got what it's saying, right? So the first hustle of the, the amount of protein that's in it some of these protein powders you'll notice uh, need two scoops in order to get like the amount of protein that you're looking for. So it'll be like Mm. 40 grams of protein, but then it's like two scoops. So one scoop is only 20 grams. The protein powder that I wanted you to go get was say 38 grams of protein and it was one scoop. And so, and then you're looking at the weights about the same. And so a lot of people don't pay attention to the serving size and the ratio of protein per scoop. Mm-hmm. makes a big difference on the price point a lot of times and so it's one of those hustles that protein powders will do is they'll make it look like it's a better deal because it's cheaper but in reality you're getting half the the yeah. protein in the yeah. in the total well, junk. So, so it's,
0: protein it's just a bunch market of sugary powder yeah hundred percent like and the here so here's what's crazy with the protein powder market if, if you look at the actual investigative studies on protein powders, they are dismal, okay? There were protein companies, large ones, that were caught doing what's called amino acid spiking. So what is that? When companies go in to test the protein powder to see if it actually has as much protein as it says it has, they don't test all the amino acids. That's way too expensive. They'll test certain key amino acids, and if they're at a certain amount, they can deduce and say, okay, there's 30 grams of protein per serving. So what do these companies do? They would have crap protein in there and then just spike it with extra amino acid powder yeah. so that it would show up on the tests and, and it would show oh it's got this much protein so they lied mm-hmm. number 2 remember that big study on vegan protein powders yeah. that came out
1: all the metals
0: yeah heavy the heavy metal content in them was so bad that if you took a scoop of this every day like most people do and you did it for like a couple years you would have heavy metal concentrations in your system that would cause side effects adverse effects neurological effects anxiety inflammation, hormonal effects. And what sucks about that is you would have no idea it was your protein powder. You would go to the doctor. Doctor would be like, I don't know what's wrong with you. You go to this person, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm going to test my gut, what's happening. And you think this protein powder couldn't possibly yeah. be it until you got your your metals tested and then you'd have to like go through now, all Now, why products.
2: vegan specifically? Like why did they- Herbicides and pesticides.
0: Right, okay. Yeah. Oh, yep, Okay. Herbicides and sense. pesticides, the organic ones, believe it or not, were higher in heavy metals because organic pesticides are higher- and some of these heavy metals now at the time this why is, is a, that
1: oh because they're they're pulling from things like uh, beans and yes, stuff yeah, oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like that was a good question Justin. i was like you know that, i've never thought yeah, about why yeah the but the that's why that yes. Way, yeah, yeah yes so like uh, what are the top what are the top four things that vegan proteins derive their protein from i know soy like peas,
0: like, soy uh, peas. uh rice peas Amaranth, you'll have uh, pumpkin seeds, and
1: all those are getting hmm. blasted with pesticides. They can
0: right, yeah. and so um, it's different
1: like, than pulling from you know dairy. Just, yes, yeah. yes.
0: Now, yeah. now with milk, uh, whey protein—that's where the amino acid, um, you know, spiking was happening. There could be other stuff in there that have been found in other tests. But I remember when that happened, we were all up in arms. Uh, we got this report. Oh, yeah. I immediately got on the phone with Organifi. This was years ago. And it, by the way, this is- That's when we first started working with them. This was a turning point. Now, I don't want to say a turning point, but this was one of the most memorable uh, moments in our relationship with Organifi because of how they responded. I got on the phone with them and I said, are yours tested? Because if they're not tested, we will stop selling them until mm-hmm. it's verified that they're not high in heavy metals. I'm not going to advocate that my listeners take your product and I take your product and we're po- you know essentially poisoning people. And they said, no, no, no. Already, already ahead of you. They sent me third-party testing, very clean. So that's why that's important. And then the second one is digestibility because if you're eating the amount of protein that is considered optimal for muscle building, fat loss, for satiety, for recovery, all that stuff, it's a lot of protein, okay? So if you're taking a protein powder to make up the difference, you're probably taking anywhere between 30 to 80 grams of protein versus uh, worth of protein powder. If it throws your digestion off, uh, it's causing more inflammation, and over time, you're gonna get l- not just less out of it, it's causing more harm than good. Now, I say this because a lot of people, myself included when I was a kid, I thought it, it was just it was part of the game. You take protein powder, you have gas. you have digestive issues, yeah. should, you know they call it protein farts or whatever. No, that's not good. Taking an extra thirty grams of protein that disrupts your your gut health, is not worth the 30 grams of protein. So it should feel like when you take your protein powder, you should feel like that was so easy to digest. That was really good. And then it should be very clean. It should provide you, if you ask for it, with testing. Is this tested for heavy metals? Organifi takes it a step further and tests for glyphosate residue. They even even test and show that their products are glyphosate residue free. Glyphosates are the... You know Roundup, right? The, the herbicide that's sprayed all over genetically modified plants uh, that's been linked to non Hodgkin's lymphoma and people who use it um, has been shown to potentially disrupt the gut microbiome and all that stuff.
2: Well, that's crazy because <laughs> even then, like the plants would have to be covered because the rain itself yep. they've tested has like glyphosate residue in it. So it's, it's pretty difficult to, you know, abide
1: by that kind of a
0: standard. You know what happens to some organic farms? There'll be an organic farm. And
1: next to it is another one. That's another, right. Yeah.
0: And they'll fly the plane over and blast you know, glyphosates over their plants. And there'll be a little There was bit a of- documentary.
1: Yeah. Uh, what documentary was that where they did that? And there there was a like an organic farm that was just next to a bunch of other ones that was all they were failing all their tests and stuff like that because of just the wind blowing it over.
0: Bro, it goes even farther. Crazy. It goes even farther. So uh, Monsanto corn, right? GMO corn, which is a product, a patented product of- A company like Monsanto, they sell you the corn and then they sell you the glyphosate to go along with it. The corn has been modified to not die when spread with this herbicide. So they blast their fields of corn. Corn survives because it's been genetically modified, but all the other plants die. Did you know this that, is wh-
1: the, this is what the documentary was about? Okay. that it blew over. Seeds. and it changed it changed this guy's crop, and then they came Monsanto over to sued them. They sued for them. using the products. That's what the documentary. Was. I was like, I know, I watched a what? documentary that was related to that, and that's it, what it was. Horseshit. The, the, yes. Yeah. So
0: they would go in this organic farmer who's not even planting your patented, you know, corn. Yeah, because some of the corn from the field over, obviously the wind blows whatever, yeah. some seeds come the over. Seeds could. They find some in your crop, sued them. Yeah and won yeah and this was like a game that they were yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. wow! You, by the way, do you guys know the the history of how GMOs? Became? You got to
1: remember what document you you must watch the same documentary as I did. I watched it a long time it ago. It
0: wasn't a documentary. I've just read about it. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, There's yeah. yeah, there's
1: a whole documentary about That's it. That's it terrible. Really, it's really it was really good. Told the whole story of the the, the big loss because it happened to someone in particular that it like really fucked you, him. And they were trying to they were intentionally trying to like bully him out. I know. And that was like one of the strategies that they used.
0: That do you know how they got these things to um, get patent to be able to get, uh, become patented? It went all the way up to, I mean, some of the top courts, because you're not allowed to patent plants or nature. So they made the argument that this is not natural. But the argument mm-hmm. was, we're gonna, we want this to be able to be patented because it's our product. We modified it in a lab. However, we also want to be able to call it corn. Because we don't want the consumer to look at the ingredient list and see GMO corn, we know that that would not let us sell as many. So we want to be able to patent it, but also call it the same name as its natural counterpart. It's so dumb. There are other products like this. I don't How know if you guys know this. Pass. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, where they, they'll they get approval to name something, something weird. Well, aren't they going to go
1: through this? They're going to go through the same thing with meat, right? Yes. I mean, we're going to have that same problem. It's like, they're going to want to name it meat. It's like, it's really not though, right? No,
0: and there's also, there are other things that they'll it'll be like AP45 or something like that in the ingredient. You don't know what it is. But is that the doc right there? Dude. What's it called? Yeah, 2008,
3: The World According to Monsanto.
0: Yeah. Didn't Monsanto make Agent Orange? I don't
3: know if that's the doc. Uh,
0: I believe they did. They, did. they yeah. made Agent they Orange.
3: They
2: did. Okay. Because I, I know it was like Bayer did a lot of the um, uh, they did poisonous the, gas. They did the poisonous gas in yeah. the
0: concentration camps. Yeah. That's what Bayer did. German yeah, company. Really dark history. I know. But so Monsanto made Agent Orange. Uh, they used it in Vietnam to clear, make clearings in the for, in the jungle for yeah. to land their helicopters. And a lot of soldiers came back with, illnesses and cancers was your dad exposed to agent Orange? yeah yeah he was s- wow. yeah he
2: was a little bit to where the, uh he's actually now there, there was like a class action kind of a thing that um you had to go get psycheval and all this kind of stuff and he's now wow. receiving like medical benefits like slightly now but it's like i mean he's, he's in late 70s you know at this point so wow. it's already done it's <laughs> it's damaged but um yeah dude it's you know what else was crazy? I was thinking about this, like you know how this big hustle of like trying to repurpose like petroleum and then like turn into plastics yeah. and do all these substances? You know they actually made like sweeteners out of petroleum. Out of petroleum. Like what the fuck? Did you <laughs> do you
0: know? Do you know if we eliminate we eating all this stuff? If we eliminated petroleum, how screwed we would be? Do you know how many products and medicines and plastics and yeah. It, of course, fuel and stuff is based off petroleum. It's crazy. If you look it up- Yeah. That the, was the
2: double-edged sword, right?
0: Oh, yeah. There, there's a chart that shows uh, the use of oil or petroleum and the worldwide population, and it just it spurred this explosion. Uh, so it's like, there's a lot of challenges with it, but also like we can't take it away because- yeah, this point, it's
2: essential the way we structured everything. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, clothes and medicines and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. But yeah, with protein powders, people are so concerned with like, you know, which one is has the best amino acid profile, which one is the most anabolic, or whatever. Um, and yes, if if they're if they're all clean and they all are easy to digest, that's something you should consider. But if you have one protein powder that is not equivalent in terms of bio, you know, it's not as bioavailable. For example, let's look at like you could go with collagen, for example, or, you know, bone broth protein uh, versus let's say whey or vegan protein versus whey. Whey is more bioavailable, more anabolic. But if whey you don't digest well and vegan or bone broth you do digest well, Go with the one that you digest well. It's going to do you better. Yeah. It'll do you much better. Yeah. So anyway,
1: I've actually been doing the the Paleo Valley one a lot. I did the bone broth. the bone broth one that you finally you got us on. What I haven't tried is I saw we have a bunch of we have a vanilla and we have the unflavored. I, I'm almost out of the 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 one that you called the chocolate donut one. Oh yeah. Once that's uh, done, I'll try the the other one. But I just noticed that I can I can push it all the way up to like 50, 60 grams, no problem, and and not have any yeah. problems with Speaking
0: it. Speaking so. of Paleo Valley, you use their their uh, beef tallow? Oh,
1: oh yeah, oh. so has Shana, anybody else used it? Yeah, yeah, I've I've. Did she send all of us? Uh, so we all got it, right? So every year around Thanksgiving, that's you know, the old
0: school Dude. oil to cook with. Yeah, you know, we cooked uh,
1: uh, potatoes like with it. Oh, off air, Doug and I were talking about that's the what air fryer. That's what McDonald's used to use it's originally. So good. Yes. Oh my god, it was yeah. like
2: way better. Yeah. Crispy and everything. You know yeah, why they, I you know why the, they
1: stopped I using the, it? I cooked a steak in there.
2: Oh, you did?
0: Yeah, yeah. You yeah. put it in a pan and everything?
1: Well, I mean, I, I slow cooked it first, right? So I took it... I brought it up to the temperature, just like we talked the other day about. And then I, you know, reverse seared it. And then I just... I, I did, finished it in the tallow.
0: So the tallow, what's the difference between that, butter, whatever that you used before, the flavor and... Yeah, so it has a little bit of... Yeah, it has that kind of
1: beef flavor to it. So it's a little bit different flavor than like uh, butter does. Uh, it, You know, it... it Burns off at a higher temperature. So, like, if you're cooking, like, if you if you sear a steak on, like, a cast iron and you use, like, say, butter or olive oil. Well, olive oil, not so much, too. Well, olive oil, too, actually. You'll notice that, the, that when you get it real, because I get it really, really hot, it'll, it'll start to, to burn off. Smoke. Yeah, it'll yeah. smoke and burn off. Yeah, yeah. The tallow, like, stays in there. So I didn't need to need, I didn't need as much, and I was scooping it like I would butter because I would like it's
0: supposed te- to be ideal for high temperature cooking,
1: right? Which means you don't need as much if you're just doing like a sear, like I was doing. So I definitely overdid it on the amount in there, not thinking that about the the temperature mm-hmm. that it burns at, and so it stayed like in so, which is kind of nice if you're gonna sear something like that. It would have last a lot longer than like you know uh you know what's what's clarified butter called again uh, ghee. 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 ghee ghee or butter or oil like that. So it's nice now. I'll, I'll be able to just use like a little tablespoon of it where I put a pretty big gob on there. And then I had like a, a, a deep so fried like my deep steak. Fried your steak. Yeah, <laughs> I deep fried my steak a little more than I you was made a chicken fried trying steak, to. Right but right I mean, right? it did make this oh, yeah. you know beautiful brown crust on the steak, and I had slow cooked it know, so it was, it was you, a good did, steak. You guys
0: know why McDonald's stopped using beef tallow? They yes. got sued by a vegan because they said you didn't tell me that this had. So
1: beef off tallow. air, Doug and I were talking about this, and I heard him say mm-hmm. that. He, he heard or believes that after that when they switched over to vegetable oil that they put something in it to still give you kind of that that you know iconic flavor oh yeah yeah
3: some kind of beef flavor oh
0: no they went if you it used to be beef tallow that's yeah, what we that fry it. our fries now yeah. they went to their that's engineers why was good. they went to their engineers and scientists and basically engineered an oil and you know flavoring and stuff to make it taste like beef tallow So we went from beef tallow natural. One ingredient to yeah. Franken Some artificial. Oil and stuff. Yeah, I hope it tastes like it.
3: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Uh huh. I wish I remember because you said that was what eighties, nineties
3: when it was. I it? think it was nineteen eighty when they switched. I don't remember how the fries. Tasted Find out when it switched before then. It, it, I think so it was nineteen eighty.
1: Eighty. the fries are epic. I mean that's oh yeah the McDonald's
0: best. fries when they're hot.
1: Yeah, McDonald's fries. They've yeah. engineered the shit out of those. Is, yeah, is they definitely have figured. Did it, figured. I tell
3: you guys I
0: had McDonald's? Like, uh, why is a vegan in
2: McDonald's?
0: Huh. Why are they hanging
2: out at McDonald's? I'm wrong. It's
3: 1990.
0: So we grew up eating real French fries as kids. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's all silent. No, well, no, I'm just- well, We had I'm, a moment there. A couple, couple
1: well, tears, what I'm <laughs> thinking is I, how much McDonald's did I really have before? I mean, i I, I'm, I did eat their fries. Somebody's at nine years old for me, they they switched over. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know how much McDonald's we had. I mean, when I was a kid- Like Mc- you, McDonald's mm- was like a big, big treat. Chicken oh, nuggets. yeah. So, it's maybe like, a handful yeah, when, of times I had oh, it. Oh, when I was yeah. a kid, McDonald's oh, was I ate, a big deal. I ate most of my- You know it's bad? I probably ate most of my fast food as a teenager and young trainer. When you could buy yourself? Yeah, yeah. So, from-
0: you know probably
1: junior yeah, 13, 15 to you know 20 Here's when I ate fast food.
0: I ate fast food uh, first of all, when it was a big deal. like we ate out once in a great while, and when we did, it would be the McDonald's or KFC, or if it was a really big deal, we'd go out to pizza, but it wasn't often because it was too expensive for us, or when I would go to work with my dad in the summer, so in the summers, I'd work with my dad and I'd be his helper, and he didn't pay me. But what he would do for me is every morning on the way to the job, he would stop by McDonald's and let me order, you know, their their breakfast nice. sandwiches or whatever.
1: You know what I think is one of the most interesting th- things about my my journey of eating fast food and not eating fast food is uh, that I wish someone told me maybe when I was younger or when I even when I was in my early twenties and I was still eating it is once you've disciplined yourself to to get it completely out of your life. It never tastes as good as it used to taste when you were eating it habitually.
0: You have to work in. You have to work yeah. it out. Yeah. You have to eat it for a while. Which like to me just you highlights your the there.
1: the yeah. level of processing that are in there. Totally. I, I experienced this with even like protein bars. I told you guys yeah. my my journey with like the Quest bars and like completely not eating them, and then and then coming back and going like, oh, these aren't that good, and then like still eating them, and then going, like, oh, these are great, and then oh my god, I'm craving these. I want lots of these. Like that that's the similar journey like with fast food like. You know, my memories as a kid or early 20s eating all these fast food restaurants were, oh, my God, it was so amazing and you craved it. And then I got rid of it like completely, and didn't have it in my life for years. And then remember reintroducing it. Oh, you know, it's been so long since I've had. A doesn't Whopper. taste as good as you remember. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. It's it just it doesn't hit. It doesn't hit the same. It doesn't uh, sit in you the same. You know which one's the it's worst. It's like the best blessing in disguise is totally. that you. Uh, you know, I'll, I know I'll never ever go back to wanting that all the time. And I know there's people out there listening right now who have probably never consistently cut, say, fast food out for years out of their life and then done that. And anybody who has, I guarantee, has experienced exactly what I'm talking about. And so if you're that person who wants to and I do that, the, the trick is to to eliminate it well, for a long enough period of time that you, it gets rid well, of that. Remember
0: the documentary, Supersize Me? Yeah. When the guy was eating McDonald's every day? And he said, I don't remember what week it was, but maybe week two, he said, wow, now I'm actually starting to crave it. Whereas at first, he kind of felt like, oh, this is too much. That's right. He
1: did talk about that. Uh-huh. He did talk about how it wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. And he was forcing himself, and then you see him change. Brave it.
0: Yeah, like oh, yeah. so good. The 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 worst one for that, where you remember it tasting better than it was, is Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Oh, when I was a God. kid, I don't know. I remember it tasting good, right? Have you ever had a bean burrito like as an adult? What is that? It's literally what is it? It's yeah. just
2: I don't know. <laughs> it's like <laughs> gelatinous. Yeah, dude. You ooze. You look at it like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. terrible. Yeah. And like a
0: yeah. My tortilla. school served them. We actually at lunch we had we had bean burritos. My, yeah, you should
1: sports. look that up because you brought that up and I told you that... Uh, yeah, I used to pound those. It was... Uh, t- Taco Bell did have... <laughs> you liked them that way? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was something... They, they had a partnership with schools. Look that. Look up Taco Bell partners with with uh, education system or something, Doug, <laughs> because there was a period of time when I was in high school when that was the only... Like, we had we had, I think, two options. It was a bean burrito or something else. I don't know if I remember what the second thing was, but there was two things. All we had was bean burritos. Maybe it was only bean burritos. There was like one or two things. You know, over. we had,
0: a, for I don't mm-hmm. know why I just remember this. There were two two items at lunch that were like, like this is what you Chalupas. got. This is what you got. Say what? Was it, it wasn't a chalupa? No, no. I just like saying it, that. That I was know, way before, that's, that's not a real
1: thing. No, chalupa right? didn't come yeah, out
0: until it? chalupa like later. Chalupa's you know, that's not a real, around when we were in high yeah, school. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. an American made up, that's not a real thing. It's like right? a Dorito. Uh, Andrew, chalupa's not a real Mexican food, bro, right? that's so
1: racist. Why are you asking him? Because he's Mexican. Who else am I asking here? <laughs> huh? I'm not going to ask you because he barely knows. He knows. He counts. He's upset right now because he knows.
0: I even asking him made him, made him upset. Butt. It's not a real food. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was uh, in high school, either the bean burrito or cheese bread. We had something called cheese bread that everybody wanted to eat. The pizza. So we had a round
1: table, did a thing. Oh, you guys had a round table? Yeah. It was a yeah, you what, you, you go? cheese you, bread. Damn, bro. Yeah. You went to expensive school? Yeah. I mean, this, oh, <laughs> the cafeteria
2: You're the cheese yeah. here, no, Pizza. cheese bread. No, no. It was like French school. bread, the uh, pizza thing. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. Did you those. figure it out, Doug? Well, I see that Taco Bell did uh, supply burritos to some schools. Yeah, this was back in 1993. This article. Well, that well, it was 96 when I was in high school. So, yeah. So.
1: Maybe it was the leftovers from 93? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. They, the pork kids got it in yeah. 96. It was the cheapest, dude. That was so, the cheapest option. So, so that's so why everybody go there. It was brought to your high
0: school in 93. My school got, dude, in
1: 96. What, what didn't Yeah.
0: yeah. You have to send these to pork kids. Yeah, so they won't it's, know the difference. They don't know. <laughs> just freeze it. It's
3: fine. To, to be clear on the chalupa thing, it is a Mexican tradition. It is? Yeah. Where? I mean, oh, It's you... basically just masa or corn dough in like a boat shape. Like a taco shape. Oh my god!
0: Uh, it's a real thing. Thank you for pointing out. I feel Sal like such an
3: idiot. Andrew, How again? about the chimichanga? Jeez. Chimichanga. I haven't had a lot of those. I don't. Is that a real Mexican that? food? I wouldn't be surprised if that one's. The
1: Mexican pizza was the best thing in Taco Bell. Oh my down. god! What are you doing? <laughs> Mexican
3: <laughs> pizza. <laughs> god, was it. It. So, by I the way. That. Going back to the McDonald's thing, it, it looks like they did that because uh, of health reasons. Not because they were sued. Health. Yeah, well, I mean, this guys, is what uh, I'm, I'm hearing. I'm sure. For health for no reason. reasons. I'm sure. Yeah. Health reasons. Oh well, Because of the trans. Yep. I mean, because saturated, of the saturated fat. Fats. So they replaced it with trans uh, fats. They yeah. They replaced oh, it with yeah. trans fats. They since better. twice uh, changed their formulation. Was like, what
0: does that have to do with? No, that? No, no, no. It's because the transgenders we no more. No more. No more of the trans fat is fat that identifies. Anyway,
3: after they made. After they made that switch wow. to the uh, the new fe- the new oil, yeah, their stock went way down.
0: Wow, oh, it did. Yeah, yeah, because people like the it old was a fries. Dumb move. Did I tell you guys I had a, like a bunch of McDonald's like four weeks ago? Really? Yeah, so we had all- a handful of times what you've mentioned this on the podcast. Is I Starting
1: to believe that you have a little bit of a McDonald's no, addiction. No, 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 no no, no, no,
0: no. We had a bunch of kids over to make cookies, Christmas cookies. So we had all of my cousins. Oh, yeah. I and remember and all the brothers Remember I told you yeah. about this? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, crap, we should get food for everybody. And it's a bunch of little kids. And like, I don't want to deal with, like, what do you want? What do you <laughs> so want? So you're like, I'm going to poison them at McDonald's. I just ordered, <laughs> I ordered a big ass thing of chicken nuggets, bro. Chicken nuggets and a big ass thing of fries. Yeah. So I had a few of them, okay? And immediately I could feel the depression. Like I ate it, and I felt like, oh. So God, you what feeding it do to my all those brain?
1: kids McDonald's? How's that different than the mom giving the six-year-old laxatives?
0: Uh, wow, wow.
1: What? Oh, that's, a, that's a little oh. bit of a jump.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Come on, guy. Hey, yeah. That one mom. Yeah. You might as well be to my kid. Yeah. Walks out all angry after you know putting frosting on the cookies. Yeah. The kids are right. Cookie with frosting. <laughs> that's that mom. Do you guys ever go to a birthday party where instead of a uh, chocolate cake, it was a carob? cake Did you guys ever do that it's oh. a carob cake carob is a terrible terrible replacement
3: for chocolate for some reason health people thought never this is heard like of chocolate no it's not i mean look yeah, up carob yeah i've i've tried it before yeah. it, it, so there was a period where people thought chocolate was bad for you yeah and so they obviously like everything they, they come replace up with it with some something piece yeah. of garbage
0: that <laughs> is probably <laughs> really with a ton with of sugar anyways All right jimmy right? is from arizona not mexico so there you go. Oh. Uh, yeah. You know what I like how about this? Did I didn't even hear you. you know know why, guys are, oh, chibi, oh, he he mentioned it. Think, in uh, you know what I like about chimichang? Well. You know what I like about American foods that are invented to sound like uh, ethnic foods? <laughs> <laughs> the way they name them. I know. That's such an American person going. Like, what are we gonna call this? Yeah. <laughs> name it something that sounds Spanish. Chimichanga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> What's the
2: Italian version of that? I mean, you got uh, Chef Borreri's creation. But
0: that's no. not his actual. Do you know that his real name is Bulyardi? Bo- Bulyardi. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they changed the spelling. I told okay. you guys about that. Yeah. Hey, I want to find. I want to hear about your. Incredible experience of the DVD. You don't want to. Yeah, I do, no. bro. How now are they are they have they come up to nineteen ninety standards? Are they still behind? What's going on? I
2: so I I what? bought a car. Uh, oh, that's why you had to go down there? To register it, yeah. Oh. and if you don't register it in a certain amount of time, like you get like all these like fines. Of and, course. And not only that, apparently you have to drive
1: it there so they inspect it. So I you get
0: it you a, drove it there, you need a no. cop,
1: you need a cop friend, bro. Yeah, a cop can come to your house and actually do all that stuff. Really? So if you have a yes, you have a friend. That's why I had just done. Remember when I told oh, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I do need a cop friend. That yeah. Like. Yeah, that yeah. I didn't have to go to DMV at all. You know what your problem that? is? You know yeah. what your
0: problem is you're a lone ranger. You never ask anybody. That's right. Name. That is your fault. <laughs> he has a cop friend for you. <laughs> That's right. you should. You I just <laughs> wore this cuz I knew I'd be
2: crabby today. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that That's was not like
0: wore. You wore it, it cuz you beat crabs again. Good job. Yeah, Congratulations. Did. So, okay, so you he he went down, you went down you went down there
1: you went down there to register the car. <laughs> yeah. Without the car. Did well, you have
2: problems? Yeah. Did have problems. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't because of that. I could have came back for that, but uh apparently like so i got it from a dealer who like sent me the paperwork of the loan all this stuff and the the guy didn't sign off a wet signature on this one form this is like bureaucracy 101 dude Uh, it's always like and i'm like i just knew it was going to be some form or something or some stamp or some person that's going to give me a hassle so i was just like expecting it and of course you know to no avail like uh we can't process this because it doesn't have the wet signature from this. And so if I did that, you know, it it would be invalid and uh, whatever, dude, I stopped listening. And I was like, (laughs) okay, lady, you know, what do I got to do? So she stamps it. I'm like, I just want to avoid the fines. And so I have to like write up something uh, to try and plead the fact that I'm there, I'm on time, I'm doing my thing, but the dealer kind of screwed me because they didn't sign this thing. And so that's where I'm at.
0: Oh man! So it's was a waste of time.
2: <laughs> yeah, hundred oh percent a waste of time. Oh, yeah. Wow! It's always a waste of time.
0: Oh God, dude. Wow! Because
2: dude. the it's not really a business. No, dude. It's. It's just a thing. It's like a. If they privatize. I, I had such a hassle with. doing my,
1: uh, the car, was such a hassle. It's such a pain in the ass, all the things that you have to do. And it's, and you added yeah. the fact, I don't know what you're dealing with right now with insurance. Like, insurance is a, is, is oh, a pain in the thankfully, ass. Thankfully,
2: like, because it's an older car, like, there was the, the Grundy. It's, it, it. They cover a lot of these older cars. That wasn't a hassle at all. Dude, oh, dude
0: the reason why it's such a pain in the ass, the reason why but, when you go to the DMV, and everything looks like it's from 1995 and yeah. everybody's slow as hell yeah. and it's redundant as hell. <laughs> the reason is because they don't go out of business. There's no competition. They don't go out of business. There's no can, competition, imagine of if we can I just, if we were the only fitness podcast that existed. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we would suck. Yeah. We would. You don't have, you have to, to try.
2: That's the thing. I always like, and so I didn't have my earphones or anything. Normally I would do that to try and like, you know, they have himself. my own little space, but I didn't. And so I'm sitting there and then you'd listen to all these conversations people are having and like how pissed off everybody is about like, well, you guys didn't notify me yeah. and I'm here and I got all this. And you know, and just like this guy's
1: raging with this lady.
2: Who and, chooses
0: to work at the DMV? I would oh, hate that. Because so now bad. you're dealing
1: with I don't you know think what? you do. I well, think that's like, that's like, you're dude, not that's, I don't think, any, I don't think any kid grew up and was like, I want to yeah. work at the DMV when I get older. Yeah. I think that's like.
2: So the, the first person you meet like can barely speak English when I'm getting in there too and I'm like what like you don't have like I'm sorry but like your first person your interaction you're meeting with to like direct yeah. you around like like this is
0: this is a problem you yeah know? like I, it's a cluster it's a so that's what I had it's infuriating to me It's yeah. infuriating makes you almost want to give go. the car back and it's so <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fucking keep the
2: goddamn car I don't I'm even, want, be illegal, I don't even want this thing anymore it's, it's <laughs> gas you know they don't like gas here you know oh, already right, like it's yeah, so. your full gas oh, this yeah. is a gas
1: car yeah wait you had to mark that down well they almost try yeah, make to make me
2: smog even though it's like 60s you know and I'm like no 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 like it doesn't need to be smog because it's
1: an older vehicle and you're like well yeah they want to know the. they want to know the engine everything but
2: it, they're, they're real
1: invasive yeah. these days
2: yeah, yeah it's, I california this was a, rocks i thought this was america did you ever watch that <laughs> it's old, not really america anymore Do you guys dude? ever
0: watch that old old video it was like it was like 1980 i think they filmed it and it was a town in texas okay that had just passed the drunk driving law. Yeah. it's the funniest video you've ever seen in your life. So they're interviewing people who are driving, and it's always oh, like these I dudes driving that. home from work, and they just passed the law. This so you is un American. Yeah, <laughs> I just, you know, I just want to have a beer yeah. after work and chill out. Yeah, that, this guy's like, drive I, myself home. That, I work so hard. I just want to. I just want to crack open a beer on the way home. What the hell is the problem? I thought this was America. I'm yeah. fucking dying, dude. <laughs> yeah. dude these too far, <laughs> dude. I saw. I saw this crazy
2: video. I guess there's a place. I don't know if it's in um, New Zealand or somewhere. I don't think it's in America, but uh, there was like this stunt where they had dogs driving cars. Like they. Why? literally teach dogs to drive cars and they have it all set up. So the pedals and everything and the shift, like the dogs doing all the things and turning. And I'm yeah. like, this is crazy. But then it started to make sense. Cause they, they were doing this all to like, uh, for adoption for, for, uh, dogs. Like, get you to adopt the dog. Yeah. It's yeah, like, Oh, funny. this dog is capable of so much. <laughs> if you just there's, teach him, there's my designated driver. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I always wanted, I dog, wanted to get pulled over. You're like,
2: yeah, yeah, it's this guy, this guy was driving. He's all over the that's place. A, that's his yeah. beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. he saw a squirrel, dude. I, I you it's know, a- he just goes, he just goes after if it. He sees a
0: cat driving.
2: <laughs> car, ch- car chase. We'll put
0: that video. I'm not even joking. This is a real thing. Wow, dude. Dogs. You know, you know, dog. I think was it a dog that was the first and like organic. Like, you know, a creature oh, to, go to, f- to go to space, right? It was a dog? Dog or monkey? It was a monkey. I think it was a dog was okay. the first. I
2: thought it was a chimpanzee. I thought the, Soviet the, sent, chimpanzee. the Soviets sent
0: up a
1: dog first. I thought it was a chimpanzee. That's why the whole Planet of the Apes movie was all made based around that. No? Was it made? Oh, th- I don't know that. It. it had something to do with that? Isn't that what I they... not think so. But I know uh, that. Yeah. I do was based <laughs> I thought
3: that was. Yes, you're I correct. That was a... It is a dog. Sputnik oh. 2. Dog. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Don't well, make up
1: for you being That's wrong I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna give you that one. It so. just cancels
3: your chalupa, bro. All you do is
0: cancel, <laughs> your chalupa. Can cancel it's chalupa. Just the chalupa. Cancel the chalupa. You're at zero, dog. <laughs> hey, what's that dog thinking too? By the way, like he gets in there. Like, oh, he's looking at everybody. All right, guys. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I don't weird. think he made it back alive, though.
3: Right. I don't um, think so. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I think
0: they just got him up there. And then that's it. Well, it's a dark. That's fucked. Well, I mean. This is this is before PETA
1: would have been all over their ass yeah. for sure. Right? <laughs> PETA. Yeah, yeah. Well, we not got Pita. them there. Yeah. I said <laughs> PETA, not
2: PETA, no. Doug. I said <laughs> PETA. No, I did not say PETA. <laughs> you send, send some, all the PETOs out the space. Yeah, yeah, can you send forever. some kids up there? Yeah, shoot oh, them all out
0: there. Wow. Are
1: you guys all, so what's everybody got for uh, Christmas Day? Are, who's, are you with a big family group? Are you with yeah, a big family group? Or does yeah. Christmas, oh, you do? Yeah, we're
0: doing Christmas Eve alone. Um, because you know we wanted to have a nice, intimate setting. This is like one of the compromise, you know, things that we do because all our all our events are with my, you know, massive. Yeah, I'm thing. about
1: to ask you that. What has what what traditional things around the holidays have changed for you uh, since you have Jessica now? What is she? What what is your compromise on that? So help.
0: Katrina. Well, that's that's it. Tell Katrina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's it. We do we we do, we're doing Christmas Eve alone. And you normally wouldn't. Oh, never. Oh, okay. Never in my life have I done. Uh, a big holiday like that without being with everybody.
1: And then, then Christmas Day...
0: Christmas Day, we're going over oh, okay. to the family. Yeah. So
1: what would you normally do on Christmas Eve? What's it look family like? Family, too. I mean, but what? You just oh, all get go, together in the house? We
0: all get together, and it used to be this way, although with little kids, now everybody's changed it, but it used to be we'd all get together and go past midnight, open gifts at midnight, and then go home and come back the next day. Those it was very, very similar Catrinos. Yeah. Except yeah. they all spend the night together at the same that's, house. Yeah, that's next level, bro. Yeah. I, but it's
1: literally night. that. They literally... Stay up like I yeah. said, so. Christmas Eve, everybody stays up late playing games, drinking, and then they we do white elephant at midnight. Wow! And then the kids, you normally get to open one present, and then you know by one, two in the morning they start calming down and then go to bed. You and know, wake up at six. I don't think I've ever shared this, <laughs> but
0: here's something that's changed Ugh. for me. This has nothing to do with our families. I <sighs> never liked Christmas. I know. Really? No. Wow. No. Nope. Interesting. Wow. I you never like liked Thanksgiving. It. Huh? You like Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was my favorite holiday. I didn't like Christmas because You're so different. Uh, as a kid, I liked Christmas, right? But then as I was growing up, um, I, especially when I was atheist, right? I, I viewed the whole thing as like this commercialized, like you go to the mall it's packed. Oh my god. People are a, trying to find what parking. What an angry atheist way. To well, look 100%. It yeah. oh, 100% so see the mall with it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's over. I'm like, "Oh, you're you're obligated to buy presents. Yeah. It's not really gift-giving oh, I don't if you're go obligated." To the mall. Hail, no. It's all crazy, busy. Like everywhere I go, go to the mall, it's packed. Everybody's acting whatever, This sucks. Hmm. Um, you know, it's the weather. I don't like the weather. So I just everything I don't like. I just didn't like the season. Of Christmas, I never did. Jessica is like uh elf. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas to her is the greatest time of the year. Everything, mm-hmm. music. Uh, this the, she'll play music in the house. That's Christmas music. She'll light Christmas candles. She'll yeah. decorate everything. She'll mm-hmm. make Christmas food. Mm-hmm. It's just like she just lights up. She loves going to the mall. I hated going to the mall. So gradually, um, you know, I kind of developed this better experience around it, and I really started to like it. Even before I became a uh, Christian. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's something that changed. Yeah, that is. That's yeah. way different. Huh. And yeah. then you no, I like it.
2: What do you? What, what will you do? Oh, for Christmas and Christmas Eve, we do, um, we'll go to a service on Christmas Eve with We're going, to, we're going with you guys. We'll yes. see you guys there. Oh, good, yeah. yeah. I was going to see, yeah, because I know. Great show.
1: Two. I know. I'd be with you guys, but we'll be at the, we have tickets to the enchantment thing. We did that.
0: Oh, yeah. We, yeah. That's all the lights over there. At yeah, the, yeah. We the bought the tickets cool.
1: specifically on Christmas Eve, and I already had that, or else I would be joining you guys. It's pretty
0: fun. Yeah. Do you know what your favorite, your son's favorite part is going to be? All the lights? No. What? The same thing that my son's favorite part is. As you're walking in, there's hella vendors selling cheap toys, <laughs> <laughs> Just cheap yeah. light up toys, dude. Uh, like yeah. balloons, swords, and
1: like, yeah, shit. That little boy's I'll light. let you know. Yeah, we'll, the, see. The we'll see what's he's pretty. He's pretty. He's pretty into the, the decor. He's definitely like. Like when we, anytime we come, every day we come home from school, like I, he always wants me to drive around the narrow, but I'm like, the lights aren't even on yet. He still you, wants to see it. Do you know what's yeah. good
0: around there? There's the same, there's vendors outside leading in. So you mm-hmm. walk down a sidewalk, hella mm-hmm. vendors selling hella toys. They're mm-hmm. cheap or whatever. And they also have hot dog vendors that are making like amazing hot dogs, oh, okay. like bacon wrapped and they'll put onion, whole deal. It's, it's really good. Oh wow. Yeah. Cause oh, we wow. were just there last week.
1: Oh, you guys were? We were. Yeah. Yeah, no, so the, I haven't gone, so I didn't go last year because you, you, the tickets sell out fast. Yes, they yeah, do. you got to get them in advance. So we got them way in advance yeah. so we could do it specifically on Christmas yeah. Eve with the whole family. So
0: I'm going to go to that church service that you're going to. Yeah. Have you been to it? Yeah, I've been. It's so good. We've been. Um, it's so good. So
1: do you go with just your immediate family or does your parents and who else
2: just? Just Courtney's family. Typically, we'll do that and we'll share Christmas Eve with her side and then we do my family the next day. Um, and so we go... So church service, we go back and then we have this kind of like, um, it's like hors d'oeuvres and stuff. And then we, we open up uh presents with the, the cousins. Yeah. And so it's like a few there. And then after that, like we go watch a movie at my house and then like everybody goes to bed. We wake up in the morning, do our own thing uh, with my family, like just the kids and Courtney and then probably like mid afternoon, like my parents and then my brother and everybody and when over. do
1: you when when do the kids when do your boys open their presents from you guys it's like first thing in the morning just you guys just us yeah so that's that's what will be different this year for katrina and i is that I, I you're think doing it,
0: santa where he wakes up and sees it
1: yeah and it'll just mm-hmm. be you know just the presents that are for him from basically katrina and i and you know santa claus and our family my yeah. family uh-huh we will open ourselves
2: so do you guys a,
0: do stockings too no? yeah, yeah yeah we yeah. have stockings. here's album. a question i have for you guys when I was Courtney a kid. not
1: like stockings.
0: Really? Yeah. And I'm like, dude. Those are I the lo- easiest.
2: I love it. Yeah. yeah those I are don't easy. know why. I like
0: like finding little, Candy, little things. Candy, little Yeah. Yeah.
2: She's like, this is so pointless.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love, I <laughs> you love. You guys are like, a. you guys are totally like, a. here's what I want for Christmas. Buy it for me. Uh me? Not you. No, no, she's like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that
2: that this is conflict.
0: Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> I no, talk
2: about it's, this. It's,
1: that's a sign you suck at it. That's what that yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, you're terrible at this. Let me help no, you. No. <laughs> no <laughs> no, uh,
2: dude it's analytical brain you know uh, yeah. it's like i can't i don't listen yeah
1: That's what that is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh i don't listen to you <laughs> yeah i listen bro it took me a long <laughs> it took me a really really long time to get good at this and it, and I'm, i don't even want to say i'm a master right now but i've gotten pretty good at like listen throughout the year i have yeah. i literally you have write a, it down yeah it just, it, or
2: you pay attention like ooh, i like this yeah, and then you know honey i like yeah, that was like, oh, in September, Yeah, <laughs> I paid attention. <laughs> yeah.
0: So when I was a kid and I got up with Santa's gifts, they were never wrapped or in a box. They were out. So my parents would take whatever gift it was, take it out of the box. Now the now the, the reasoning was it looked more real, like an elf made it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Jessica's family actually huh. wraps Santa's gift. So we, so, okay. Uh, we do, so I didn't do it that way.
1: So I grew up hmm. that way also where like, it was, there was always, every year- uh, we had like w- traditionally we had one big gift and then everything was like yeah. knickknack shit yeah. after that. Like and the one big gift came from Santa and it was unwrapped normally. Same. And I, I think it had less to do. It was normally like a bike, a desk. Like what else did I get? Like I remember things like that. Yeah. And so, yeah, my, my dad in the middle of the night would probably would put it together and yeah. then it would be yeah. out just right in front of the tree when you came out, which by the way, that was my big thing with Katrina is like, like, and and it's it's I'm glad we're starting it now because he's he's not quite at that age where he's got a thing that he's wanting all year like I'm excited for when that happens yeah. right when there's a thing that he wants that he's been asking for for months and I go, well, your mom and dad aren't going to get that but maybe Santa will bring it maybe right. Santa will bring it and there's that suspense of maybe he will and then I can have it all out and then I could video him coming in yeah. and be like you know surprised that he he left it so that's real I'm looking forward to that he's not quite at a thing where he obsesses
0: about a thing yet. Aurelius, he likes uh, all stuff. Aurelius, oh, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, my yeah. three-year-old has been obsessing. Obsessing since we came to your house over the garbage truck toy. Uh, obsessing. That's hilarious. That's what he wants from Santa. That's all he wants <laughs> you from Santa. you guys Santa. get it already? Dude. Yeah. Okay, so all so. he talks about is what it does... How you could put garbage in it? How could, he talks about it. Tells me stories about it. You know, <laughs> yeah. bah bah. the back you could put garbage it in it, and you could take garbage yeah. out, and you could. My drive son's it around. really
2: into uh, trash and all that. Like that was like their thing when they were yeah. his age. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> loved it. They'd run outside, trash. That's you know? Chris. <laughs> they called people trash. You know, what? What? Like,
1: <laughs> that's our. That's my buddy. I don't know why, that's Chris, Chris Nagibi's son, who's the same age as, as our kids. Right, he's got a little one that's four uh that he every i think it's friday when their their trash guy comes like he's like his son like yeah Dad! yeah you know and they got to run he's got to stand out there in his slippers okay. oh, if Aurelius watching it, him watching a,
0: him it's bad yeah, Dude, yeah. you know
2: what's funny i just thought of when you guys were talking about all that like uh it's the santa thing like so from when i was growing up like uh santa gave me this gift but it's like uh, something my brother already owned what? <laughs> I'm like, this is bullshit, You're, Santa.
1: Your parents gave you hand-me-down yes. gifts, yes, as Santa. a Santa gift. <laughs> <laughs> like, What the <laughs> fuck? No, they didn't. Yes, <laughs> they hey, did. Hey, hey. I'm like, toy. why is it's Santa a, it's like, a, toy to a bro bro cheap bastard? Wanted, it's, a it's all etched with a knife. <laughs> <and it's> like, <laughs> I just thought of it. that, dude. I'm getting so mad. I was like, that looks like
0: that looks like his big wheel. Why is it? Yeah, I was like, is
1: it? Wasn't
0: this like Brandon's? That gangster right there. Come on, Santa. Why does is, why is the big wheel tire look all warm? <laughs> what the fuck? Dude? <laughs> you know? I'm so angry about that. I want a big. I want a big wheel so bad. Uh, as An adult? Uh, you guys, would you guys ride a big wheel? Right didn't,
1: now? didn't they try and bring them back? Then, is there a company that may, is making them again for adults? I, well, I think they are. I think I have
0: fond fond memories of so big do I, So do I. Because the the, the tires the were power plastic. slide. Yeah, oh, dude. power slide. You got no. The you big know why? Wheels are the best. And yeah. the, and if you if you pedaled fast enough, yeah, it, it, it didn't get st- traction. St- so yeah, you know they made those for
1: adults for a minute.
0: They, that's what I was just that's saying. Oh yeah, so you're saying. I, I think I think I want they,
1: I think oh, they yeah, did. Yeah. I think I thought I saw a company that was making. Did it
0: you guys out. have the? Oh, that's the like those are the. Wow. out of here! How much is that? Only 136 dude, bucks. There's that no that way adults? you can't have no, a kid. That's, for no, that's for kids. That's for kids. Why the what the fuck was a big wheel? At wow! Bucks? Look at that. That's like the
1: OG ones right there. Look oh, at wow. it, you can adjust. Remember you can adjust the seats like three levels.
0: So I had you know what kind of big wheel I had? I had Knight Rider big wheel. Oh yeah. So the front of it had the Knight Rider. Yeah. The, yes, it was like Kit. the car. No, yeah. no, it was able to
1: Yeah, I was just say that's weird to ride. <laughs> I have, ride. I don't think I've seen a kid. I don't think I've seen a kid riding those. Oh, look at that one. Dude, oh,
2: check out my ones.
0: huffy hoff. Look, hey, hey, look up 1980s. Uh, Knight Rider Big Wheel <laughs> please please this is going to give me such oh, memory dude well,
1: see this is something that I would have done because you that's a big nostalgic thing for you you should have bought that for Aurelius for Christmas you can find one I guarantee I know. on uh, Amazon I
0: should have my yeah. kids are too old for this now oh, oh my man. god that's it right there see the yeah. visor on the oh, top oh yeah sick okay. guaranteed you can find someone selling that alright so you see oh, in the back man. click on that picture you see on the back the red thing you pull a handle, and a little brake Is came down, brick? and you would slide, bro. <laughs> yeah, the power slide, dude. You would pull it up, and you'd yeah. be able to slide. That's oh, I had such fun memories of that. Man. Yeah, I don't great. remember that one. That's great. That's because, yeah.
1: That's so good. It was so fun. I, I rode s- that thing. See, so you mean. can you buy one, Doug. Yeah. Okay. I bombed out hills, <laughs> you <laughs> <It's laughs> Now okay. you got anything better to do. Come on.
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, let's 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 have a race with those. We'll all drive them around. We'll all right, so I go. didn't finish. Okay,
1: I'm so down. while you're looking for that, Doug, you what are you are you heading up to Seattle?
3: No, I'm staying here. You just you and Bree? Yeah. Well, so I like to stay just close to home for Christmas. Yeah. I don't like to travel. Yeah. And so yeah, Bree's going to stay with me for Christmas Eve. Uh then we get up in the morning, you know, we sleep in. She gets her stocking, we start with that. I take a picture of everything she takes out of everything. Yeah. And uh I have like a a whole collection of photos from years past. That's great. And then she opens her presents. Yeah. Everyone wrapped. I've never put out presents not wrapped. I always thought it was fun to unwrap presents. And at, then, what,
1: at what point did uh, she stop believing in Santa? How long did you keep that going? Do you remember?
3: I think she was 12, actually. Oh, I kept, kept it going for a very long time, but then she also indicated that she kind of, of course. thought she knew, yeah, but she was she just playing along oh, with yeah. it. So, you know, maybe it was like, younger than 12. She's
1: like, I knew at 8, but she's like, I kept it going because yeah. Santa always Well,
0: hey, that's gifts. the value of being the oldest. I was the oldest of four. I got Santa gifts for a long ass time. Because for the little yeah to keep it going i mean That's i want right. to
3: perpetuate that for the longest time i was so so great you yeah know, yeah I, uh, for kids even though it christmas. is a deception you, have, you know you have the you have know, the time, a have the time of christmas, christmas i
0: like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so what did you so what do you, are you guys doing one alone then or, or like, oh. i mean
1: not really it's like literally like uh gonna be in our room right so like everyone's at my
0: house so we're hosting wait hold on, hold on hold on Yeah. so the compromise was yes that we get to stay in a room in our room yes. while everybody's outside yeah, yeah. oh I, just, feel like, I feel like you lost that I, f- yes I
1: did yeah. please, <laughs> please speak Those to the camera like please speak <laughs> to the camera a little, a little bit of pressure wife, you know, this it's is like, not much of a compromise <laughs> this know, is like <laughs> fuck yeah, hey, here stop. you go guy here you go you can open a couple presents in your room did she
0: come up to you she's like you guys done yet honey you know what we could do honey I got some for you why don't we just stay in the bedroom yeah. and then that's it yeah I, you know why you know what i get it now i understand what's happening this is why she puts up with your shit because you do this for christmas for her yeah see yeah and mm-hmm. every other holiday yeah. <laughs> and twice a week throughout the week throughout the year no, so, yeah, me, yeah, dude. So
1: well they do a lot they do a lot of family stuff yeah. dude. i mean it's a lot of it's grown on me too though, are you I'm trying
0: saying. to do or do you want to do one of those days where it's just you guys it, so like it, your dream in a perfect world so what we
1: will do next year so that i'm this year is not the greatest compromise for me yeah But next year, the way it will look is on Christmas Eve, they were like, let's say it's gonna be at her mom's house next year, probably, which is probably what will happen. Normally, Katrina and Max would spend the night there with everybody all over the floor. They will come home with me. We will spend all day drinking, eating, having fun. We'll go home late, Christmas Eve night, I don't care how late, we'll come and wake up in our beds. With nobody there and we will open presents for that's Max. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you'll go. Then we'll go over there. That's nice. At 10 11. And that's perfect that's so for me. That's reasonable. all I need. That's yeah. very To me, reasonable. it's like that's all I want yeah. is because all I want is that exact that that memory of when my son really starts to get into yeah. specific gifts is that suspense of did I get it or no, not? I get that. And I don't want it with thirty other people. I like want to f- be there for that moment. And I want and if I if I want that moment to last thirty minutes. I want it to last that long. I don't yeah. want to feel like, oh, the next 15 people need to open their presents, so hope you like that, son. Let's go, next kid. Yeah, you know what i yeah, yeah, stone. Yeah. I don't want to do that. No, so. I get
0: it. I get it 100%. And I
1: feel like that's a fair compromise because super we're still going to go do okay. all the other no, stuff. No, that's super so. fair, dude. So that's, fair. That, that's what it's going to look like. It just so happened to be that we had already committed to everybody hosting at our house this year, so it's kind of like, what am I going to do? Tell everybody you
4: know, <laughs> yeah. we're hosting. Like, you all need to, you all need to leave. <laughs> no, no, you go stay at hotel. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? You so, got, all right, see you guys yeah, later. So it's like okay, this is the first ideal. year that we had this real like you know hard conversation around what the what the compromise or what the future of the holidays going to look like for us. And it's like, oh, it just so happened to be on the one where we're hosting, so it makes it a little more challenging. But going forward, when it's at other people's houses, it'll be easier. Dude,
0: look how much the Knight Rider Big Wheel is. $450. Yeah. $450. What? Yeah.
1: Because it's just a collector.
2: So here's thing what
3: now. trips
1: me out. Who kept that like that? A,
0: a psychopath. A, a, a how do you not write it total
1: geek. Yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: There's there's definitely people are like that. Don't man. you think that's
1: interesting how like some people like they buy just, a toy and not do it Did I ever tell you like, I never to, open it? Look up Doug, I'd love Psycho. to see the prices on this now. I went to high school with this kid, okay? He was actually one of my first friends in high school when I was a freshman when I first got to this new school. His name was Marcio. And he had uh, he, under his bed he had like I want to say from the 70s or 80s, whenever they really started, I can't, maybe I'm, I'm getting the dates wrong, but when they first started doing the, the toys in the McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Happy those meals, were worth yeah. He's kept worth money. He had every single one and wow. he had them still in the plastic. So he never even opened them and he had them in the big- He's a billionaire
0: now. Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to see what they're Seriously. worth. I think they're
1: worth really good money. They were worth money back then in high school and he was he was collecting them and he never stopped collecting those Which one things.
0: guess right now let's all take a guess which one do you think is worth the most money
1: It'll be things like um like the first when Batman was released it'll be uh, things yeah.
0: where like when when a, a You a, know which one I know will be worth the least amount of money What Grimace Grimace what a terrible stupid dumbest stupidest fat purple monster Yeah dude what is Grimace <laughs> Yeah, I, don't the know, thing, if I like the, the burglar. The collaborations yeah, I think uh, are the ones hamburger. that will be the most
1: valuable is when they collaborated with like a like a you know a famous movie or whatever. See how Doug did on Google in here. (sighs)
0: <sighs> I don't think we can find any prices there. No, they
1: definitely have. I know I've seen it before. Just Doug's not the
2: best Do you know Googler.
0: what's... You, what was the other <laughs>
1: ones? There was like
3: a... I'll tell you what's... Come what's on, Andrew. On. Let's go. Like step a, up
0: your game. I'll tell I you mean, what's... So, well, so well, the
3: most valuable are Hot Wheels uh, and then 101 Dalmatians. Do you have some prices, Andrew? Hot Wheels? Sorry? What was
0: it exactly you were looking for? Uh, McDonald's toys. Happy are, Meal toys. Ha- Happy Meal toys. How much are McDonald's
3: Happy Meal uh, toys worth? what? The full set of the hot wheel cars is around $875. Oh, oh,
1: just I was say 70,000. Yeah. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> oh. just for the cars. I mean, you, I mean, he's he had
3: 100 I mean, he had hundreds
1: of these things. Yeah. He's probably got thousands Do you know what's now. worth a lot
0: of money? I'll yeah. tell you what toys worth a lot of money. I know this cuz I looked it up. It was Castle Grayskull. Castle Grayskull in pristine condition. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's like thousands of dollars.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Huh. Yeah, I told money. you what I so I what I'm doing with Max now, right? So when I buy him so when the Mario movie came out cuz he's into Mario right now. Yeah. Um, they, they made like a the, the Nintendo Mario Bowser and like set like so I bought him that for his birthday, but I bought a second one and I actually put it away. So it's in the box still. Oh, I wow. did this because of this type of shit. Yeah. So if it's like a piece that I'm like, oh, that's probably going to be a collector. That I buy him, I'm trying you imagine
0: to imagine he grows up and he's like, all right, Dad, I'm 18. You know, my friend's dad had these like investment accounts for him. And all that <laughs> like, stuff. here's what he me. You're like, I'm glad you asked, son. You open the door. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. toys. <laughs> okay. There's here's what it, my, my thought
1: on it was this is that even if they don't end up being super valuable, it'll be neat to be able of to course, be like, This yeah. was like your first Bowser. It'll be nostalgic. Yeah, course. yeah. So I think at the, the very least. Oh, over $1,000 for Castle Grey School, brand new. So you never got to the bottom of some of these, uh, these McDonald's toys, huh?
3: I found some right here.
1: Okay, thank you. There's, I know they're going to be selling on eBay. Or so just... there's
3: a bunch that are listed for thousands, hundreds of thousands, but the ones that are actually sold, like vintage ones you can see right here, vintage Dukes of Hazard, They had Dukes Happy of Hazzard? Happy Meal for $800. Oh, crazy. 1990 Super Mario Bros. Happy Meal for 600 See? Yeah, yeah, 400 600. More 600 So that's what my buddies Hazzard, look 90s, like that. 80s, he had all those like that. Huge well, lot of 80s oh, and 90s. Wow. This is just wow.
1: Dukes of Hazard would have been great to have, isn't that, and that and isn't that interesting, huh? I mean, I thought the think to have this is in the early '90s, like 70, yeah, this is like '96, right? Yeah, you this, don't get any to, of the joy of playing to think with it, to know. think to, to to keep those. As How a much kid. is
0: a child's happiness worth, though? You know what I mean, Justin? Yeah. Yeah, apparently, apparently you can like play a with a it. couple hundred bucks. So you can sell it for 500 bucks, you know, 20, 34 four years later. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you, I mean, you, you, let, you, you just let, let a, just did a, play, a okay, couple old of old days of hard
1: work. Like, like uh, old ladies <laughs> that used to put plastic on their furniture all the time. Your kid's like, oh, you're dad. just stripping away their joy.
0: Dad, you know, like, oh, this will cover my investment. Th- this will cover my therapy for the next month. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dad. Just imagine you were playing with them they got all the plastic all over them. Dad, he
1: just doesn't work. Don't touch it. Oh, just pretend like it's muffled.
2: Yeah. Also, man, my mom threw away some action figures figures i had dude
0: oh did, did your mom ever like clean shop on, yes like, dude you know what she threw away Oh, all my muscle magazines wow i had so many muscle and fitness iron man flex magazine muscle media 2000 Like i had all of them probably from 1992 mm. how all crusty way to, were they though huh how mm. crusty were they though <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 Just disgusting wrong, <laughs> right? wrong magazines justin that's okay. the, that's wrong, not the one. That, one. one that was a sears is it wrong
1: Doug, what day is this episode go live? What what's the date? January fourth. So we have so basically a little more than a week before we have the big three day training.
0: Yes, for trainers. Yes. Right. Sign up. Mindpumptrainer.com. New year.
1: So this is a new year. It's officially yeah. the new year, even though it's not when we're recording this, but it's the new year when you're listening to this. So I'm excited because this is a, a massive shift, the biggest shift. In our business uh, since we've started it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and something that uh, I know all of us are deeply passionate about and uh, can't wait to see what, uh, what, what I I'm am excited, equipping
2: man. trainers with everything yeah. we know. I'm excited about so it. Are, starts a movement.
1: if you are not signed up for the three day free training, make sure you get signed up for the free training.
0: MindPumpTrainer.com. Element makes an electrolyte powder that has natural sweeteners, no calories, and has enough sodium to power you through your workouts help alleviate headaches, give you better pumps. This product is exploding. People are really discovering the benefits of added sodium to their lives. These are fitness fanatics, people that don't eat a lot of heavily processed foods. They benefit, they tend to benefit from this type of a supplement. Anyway, check them out. Go to drinkelementt.com forward slash mind pump, and on that link, they're going to offer you a free sample pack with any order. All right, back to the show.
3: First question is from Hope is Life fifty. Do you think it would be detrimental for someone just to do zercher squats and not to do front squats? What are the unique benefits of each? Uh, I mean, it's not detrimental,
0: but it is a very different exercise. Yeah. Um, be, first off, the weight is loaded lower on the body, so it changes the length of the lever. So the the, the core activation is going to be different. It involves some rounded back kind of lifting, so there's probably more more back activation with the zercher, um front squat i think is very valuable it's a very upright squat hits the quads a little bit more different core stimulation i don't think one can replace the other if that's what the question is yeah they're both valuable though yes i mean for the most part too And, and uh i would
2: say too with some some athletes i mean i've used uh where there's issues with wrists or or uh, in that regard, like, in, in terms of, like, the mobility of getting, you know, the bar to stay there. I mean, obviously, you can fold your arms, and you can do that variation for front-loaded squats, but the the zercher does provide a lot more, like, core-specific uh, work, which I like, uh, and it's just, it's a valuable uh, exercise, and it's on its own, so I, I definitely program that in uh, wherever I can.
1: The only, the only place I see them being, uh, Interchangeable or similar, or it's like, oh, you know, if you did that one forever and you never did this one, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Is if, if you were only looking at it purely from a uh, leg development exercise, right. so if, if that is, and that's the only way, like I just I,
0: novelty, right? Like, you do right, for a long time, yeah,
1: yeah. So, that to me, like, so I. From, from a bodybuilding perspective, I could see this question, right? Like, uh, you know, hey, I'm, all I do is zercher squats, but I never do front squats. Am I going to be okay developing my legs? Like, okay, sure. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If you're doing back squats and Bulgarians and you're doing all these other things and you just choose to always do zerchers and never do fronts or vice versa – um, but when you talk about functional or like overall what you're doing, like there's more going on and in, in the, those two movements than just leg development. So I think that's where questions like these come up is it's like, we tend to like try it. We want to yeah, isolate to body part. Yeah. Isolate to a body part and be like, well, is it really that much different than a front squat for the legs? It's like, well, yeah. Okay. For the leg development, not that big of a difference. Uh, For your quads, like it's not going to make a huge difference. I think
0: I think a zercher is going to be more upper body, and a front squat's going to be more lower body. Is really if you want to break it down. But you know what's interesting about (laughs) zerchers? Nobody was doing them or talking about them for a long time. Zerchers were not even mentioned. That's
2: uncomfortable.
0: it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. We started talking about it. We put it in some of our program. Map strong. We put it in map strong. I
1: feel like we did make it popular.
0: And I swear to God, it's, <laughs> it, and you know what? You know why? Okay, here's why. We're always doing them back it. in the day for right. sure. But well, I think people started doing them and then noticing. Well, if they get past the discomfort and get used to to yeah. doing them, they started to notice some developmental <clears throat> um, benefits and some strength benefits. Like uh, I like Zercher squats for uh, grapplers a lot. Yeah. I think if you're I mean in fact if you look at old there's old Soviet era videos of wrestlers, Greco Roman wrestlers, and they're they're doing a lot of Zercher position exercises, mm-hmm. like Jefferson curls holding the Zercher position. Squatting because it, it more closely mimics holding an opponent. So for grapplers, like that's one of my favorite squats. Yeah, it's
2: very functional. I mean, anything too like with a little bit of a rounded back yeah. sort of position like that, and, and
0: upper back. Let's be clear, right? Up, upper people back, are be like oh, lower back, mm-hmm. not lower. Rounded back. upper back. Yeah,
2: I mean, but I mean, what you're going to encounter in real, in the real world, in terms of like load, uh, to get things more centrically loaded for me <laughs> has always been something that I want to incorporate in my training because that's more likely I'm going to encounter that. Hundred you know, percent. If
0: you're going to hold something and like hug it and pick it up and squat down. I mean, that's a Zercher squat or a Zercher deadlift and a front squat doesn't mimic that. But for pure leg development, I'd say a front squat, you know, if you had to pick one, yeah, for just the lower to body, quads. Yeah. yeah, that's for, why. Like questions like
1: these are incomplete without hearing what the, the desired outcome of the right. the client. Right. If the the client was asking me, you know, that's could true. I do just one of these? And then, I okay, what's your overall goal? If you just want to be, if you want to be functionally strong in the real world, yeah, and you're middle, looking for overall health, then both or zercher for sure. uh If you have more of a bodybuilder focus, yeah. where it's like I'm trying to develop my legs. Um, and sometimes I do zercher. sometimes I do front squats. Could I just eliminate one or the other? And if I were to, which one's better? Well, okay, well, I think front squats, you're going to get to a place where you could load the front squat more yep. than you're going to be able to do the zercher. And so for leg focus. development, it makes sense for that. So it, there's, it does matter the context of this question for sure.
3: Next question is from Peck Youth. Bulking is a chore. Is there any natural means of increasing appetite? <laughs> this is
0: where and now for people who have a, a challenge with losing weight, when they hear a question like this, I'm sure that it annoys them, right? Because they're always struggling to not overeat. But for people with fast metabolisms who have a tough time gaining weight, this could be a real challenge. This was me growing up. Uh, I, I mean, it, it felt like no matter how much I ate, it didn't matter. And the scale wouldn't go up. I wouldn't gain any any muscle, no matter how much I lifted weights and and all that stuff. So I get this. So here's where two things really become valuable. One, drinking calories becomes very valuable when this is you. If you're bulking and you're having trouble getting enough calories to bulk, to be in a surplus, adding shakes in between meals or with meals or drinking milk instead of water, like, very, very valuable— Number two, hyper palatable foods that we tend to avoid because most people are trying to lose weight. That's when these can become very valuable. So you're at the end of the day, like, oh my God, I need to eat another 800 calories. uh, And I'm just, I really don't feel like anything. Think of something you crave. And then that might be the food that you actually go out. So it might be burger and fries. That's Well, I'm reminded
2: of that one. uh, I don't know if it was this it was a challenge. Yeah. It was a challenge where they're trying to eat like, um, ice cream out of, uh, um, oh, yeah. a sink. And it's like, yeah. and the only way that, uh, because of the palate fatigue, they added in like salty fries, I believe. Yeah. It's so like, that if you go back, it counters, to you cream. go back to it. Yeah. So it's almost like, you know, if you're in that kind of predicament, yes, using some of those tactics in terms of like, you changing the palate up a bit too, to shift into that, to keep consuming might help.
1: So th- this was something that, uh, Plagued me in my teens and early twenties. I mean, I just I struggled so much with eating enough food uh to 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 bulk and to put size on. Uh two of the the biggest hacks. One was uh easily digestible foods. Yeah. So like oh, yeah, o-
0: otherwise you get blown oatmeal, it.
1: rice, and meats. And and this was the other thing was uh those easily digestible foods tend to be healthier foods. I what what I was doing wrong was I'd have these, you know, quiznos or togo sandwiches and chips and I would be I'd eat these really heavy lunches and meals and it would fill me up for hours and I would justify it because it was high calorie yeah. but then what it ended up doing was it took so long for my body to digest that break that down utilize it that it would be 4 hours before I could even think about eating another food. Right. When I was making things like chicken thighs and uh or uh, with sweet potato or rice Man, I'd eat that, and I tell you what, an hour and a half later, I was ready to eat again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I was able to eat more frequently by eating uh, leaner, healthier, easier digestible foods. That was like a, a mind blowing thing for me because trying to chase calories all the time, I was looking for high calorie foods, which tend to be these, you know, breads and pastas and heavier heavier meals but then it takes a long time for my body to digest them and then my, and I wouldn't be ready to eat again. So Here's, that was a massive hack. Hack number two was actually getting an early start I was on, my, on say, my calories. This was a big one for me. So those two things- Yeah, because if you
0: slept in, you know, I know what happened to you. Same thing happened to me. You'd sleep in on a weekend- yeah. You'd wake up, you get out of bed at 10.30, and now you're trying to eat your 4,000 calories. Forget about it. <laughs>
1: yeah. And what I found was if I, like, and this is why I love, one of my f- reasons why I was so excited when we partnered with meal one, right, uh, Creatures of Habit, was that oatmeal is so easily digestible for me and that one that has 30 grams of protein in it. So if I get up and I make myself eat that, say at 6.30 or 7 in the morning, like right away, dude, an hour later, I want another right. meal. Yeah. And so then my second meal, I'm eating like steak and eggs or another like, like now I'm eating like a big breakfast. Now it's like, 9 30, 10 in the morning, I've already got 1500 calories down and I'm at 80 grams of protein and it's not even noon yet. And that just would set the table for my day. So, those, those things, and for that, the, the last kind of hack, and I've talked about this many times on the show when it came to bulking, it was clutch to turn my my dinner from the night before into like a scramble for, and that would normally be my second meal. I love the oatmeal thing right away, really early. And then my my second big breakfast was normally whatever I had for dinner. I would scramble it with some eggs and sprinkle some cheese on it. And now I'd have this, you know, massive, uh, you know, high protein, calorie second breakfast. And I am already, you know, well over thousand to fifteen hundred calories to start my morning off already.
0: Yeah, here is check this out. So I am looking this up right now because this was another big one for me. Uh, and I mentioned earlier if you can have dairy, drinking twelve ounces of milk with each meal. Mm-hmm. That's 220 calories each time. Six and six, you're gonna have yeah instead of water. S- six hundred and sixty calories automatically added. Twelve grams of protein each time. So you've automatically added thirty six grams of protein from good old fashioned whole milk if you can have dairy.
3: Yeah. Next question is from Cody Mayfit. You guys advocate for more straight sets with proper rest, which I much prefer myself, but it seems difficult to achieve when it comes to training clients for only an hour. When you trained, did you stick to straight sets or more of a one ABC, two ABC circuit style? When I was a bad trainer, I did
0: circuit style. When I became a good trainer, I stuck to straight sets. Yep. And, you know, it, yeah. so, so
1: spot on. Like this is, and, and by the way, I remember this, thinking this way and being challenged. Oh, I got to fit
0: all these exercises yeah. in a workout. And,
1: and, <laughs> and by the way, this this is just, again, to uh, not to make this a, a commercial for our MAPS 15 program, but- I way overcomplicated the amount of things I needed to do to my client to show them great results. Yeah. you. I, later on in my career, I realized, wow, we could do two, maybe three really effective exercises with good rest periods in between straight sets and get incredible results for my clients. Way like, better results. And I just, you know, and instead I felt like I needed to have 10 to 12 exercises no. in an hour so no. my clients didn't feel like all we did was two or three things because yeah. I allowed that to dictate my programming because they were in my head like we only did two things today yeah. it's like yeah but if those two things are are far more effective than the eight other exercise you did you're better off and doing too that you're
2: concerned with entertaining them yeah you know, and like you know feeding into that uh, expectation the client has but yeah if you show them results they're gonna love you even more and two, like uh, in between sets is where you educate where you you know, you add dialogue and all that other stuff to keep them engaged, uh, and two, it's not going to take away from the experience. So it, it adds you know, it's, the experience because they does. feel
0: good after they don't feel like you just beat the crap out of them. Yeah, they yeah. walk out and they're like, man, I feel energized on average with my clients on average was it would be between two, two on the high end with the clients who've been working out for a while and could really keep up a good pace. And a, five, two to five exercises, is on average what I would do with clients yeah. in a session yeah. when I was good this is mm-hmm. when clients stuck with me forever yeah. we got great results they love me they never skipped the workout it was 2 to 5 in the early days I was like 10, like 10 15 20 oh, it was yeah. just garbage yeah. and I was always trying to come up it with was weird ways like to I, went a, I went through went through a phase just like this
1: exercises. where every we we would go over and it would and it would be you know bench press bicep curls then shoulder presses and it would be like do that exercise do that exercise do that exercise rest do that exercise, do that exercise, do that rest, and then we move to another area. Oh, it would be you know a barbell back row, and then it'd be a lateral yeah. raise, and it, you know <laughs> it would be these three exercises. That way, I at the end of the workout, I oh I got twenty exercises in. So the ineffective it was. It just you know, and again, you'd I, be
0: better off as a trainer, okay, with the average person spending the entire hour perfecting a squat. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally perfecting a barbell squat. And I had plenty of clients where that was the entire hour where I was perfecting, gripping the bar, staying tight. Okay, we're going to start with this high box. Let's see how that feels. Okay, I noticed a little deviation here. <clears throat> Let's activate this muscle over here. Mm-hmm. Let's try again. Lower box. By the end of the, the hour, we're doing full barbell squats with the barbell. And then they would leave, and they'd feel amazing. And this, again, this is when I was successful, when clients didn't leave, because they had phenomenal results. Well, this speaks
1: to your fitness tip that you gave the other day about you know treating the exercises as a skill. Yes. And that... You know, I learned this way too late. You dude. you get way more out of the movement when you when you focus on perfecting that one movement than you would be throwing four or five uh, exercises yep. on there. Which is funny that we don't see it that way because everybody who's ever played a sport knows that. Like it, you, we, you used the analogy. I think with the Bruce Lee. I think that was yeah, where the, yeah. the, the, the fitness tip One came from. One
0: kick, ten thousand times.
1: Yeah, like, yep. in, but we we don't treat uh, exercise like that. But it should be, and and you should understand that you getting your client to uh, increase their ability to connect in a squat by, say, 10% is far better than you teaching them 10 new random exercises. Like, you're way you're better You're not off. even
0: teaching them. You know what happens when you do it the other way is you're not teaching them exercises. Yeah, just you're the just movement. walking them through and getting them tired. You're just burning calories. When I got really good, my clients, if they were with me for six months or a year, they could do all the, the good, basic barbell dumbbell exercises with good technique, good form, and good... And this is why... Many are not off. Not all of them that I haven't trained for years now continue to work out.
1: And if you're a tr- if you're a trainer, so I and I understand too. Uh, you know, as you're as you're developing, right, and as in your your journey as a coach and as a trainer, learning to have this conversation or having the confidence to have this conversation is probably the biggest challenge, right? So okay, yeah. you hear us, you're like, okay, I believe you. But it's like God, how do I convey that? Clip this shit. Like, I mean, this is the stuff like. That I always get frustrated with coaches and trainers. That okay, if you're early in your career, you don't feel like you have the confidence to convey that or articulate why you want them to do it a certain way. Utilize us as an authority in that situation. That's what I would do if I was the two two years as a trainer. That's it. And I'm and I'm and I'm listening to this podcast of these three knuckleheads that I respect what they do. And I'm like a new guy, and I'm like, man, I don't know how to explain it as good as Sal does. Like, I'm just going to clip it and be like, hey, listen to this. I just yep. this is this is the reason why I only have you do the squat and overhead press, and we don't do eight exercises listen, for this
0: reason. Listen, the easiest thing you can do, this will help, is uh, set the expectation. If the client's expectation is that they're going to come in and be cycled through 15 different exercises and sweat and feel like they're going to puke and everything's going to burn. And you then go, you don't set the expectation, just take them to teach them how to squat. Yes, you're going to get some pushback. But if you start the session and you say to them, Mrs. Robinson, today we're going to master, we're going to practice mastering the most effective exercise for your lower body, the barbell squat. Today I'm going to teach you how to really activate and connect to the muscles that are required for this exercise. And the reason why I'm doing this is this exercise can give you such phenomenal results. So today we're going to just practice how to do this. And I'm going to break it down into five different parts. And we're going to practice all the different parts. And hopefully by the end of our session, you'll be able to do a full squat. If not, don't worry about it. We're going to continue to practice this so that you can get good at this amazing exercise. Now you set the expectation. Now they start the session. It's not a problem. They know what they're going to
3: do. Do you want to build muscle and strength or just want to sweat? Next question is from hoop golf 89. What are your thoughts on the best gut health supplements? So, with gut health supplements, is there a
0: generic answer for this? Yeah, okay. yeah, there is. So, you have to. Look, there's kind of two categories of gut health supplements. Category one are general supplements that have been found to benefit the gut, help uh, rebuild the gut wall, or, or or nourish the the cell, the the wall, or the mucosa lining. So,
1: something like a probiotic, like C,
0: or probiotics, right? We know that there are um, beneficial bacteria that we've identified that seem to have. Wide ranging beneficial effects that also seem to um, balance out the microbiome by crowding out, let's say, the bacteria that can cause negative things. Um, There are things that help feed good bacteria that we know, prebiotics. Okay, so there's that category. Then there's a category of gut health supplements that are specific to what you need. If you have SIBO, you use these supplements. If you have uh, CIFO, which is uh, small intestinal, uh, small intestine fungal overgrowth, there's these supplements. Sometimes there's crossover. If you have issues with producing enough uh, digestive acids or enzymes, then there's these supplements. HCL, yeah. So you have to know kind of which category you're looking to. But I'll talk more general because I can't talk specific. Obviously, this is, an obvious, this is a general answer. And the number one thing you can do is take a high-quality probiotic. And high-quality probiotics have been shown to improve everything from skin to mental Uh, Health effects. So they they have anti-anxiety effects, antidepressant effects. They have uh, positive effects on digestion and inflammation. So that'd be the first thing. I think most people would benefit from a good, high-quality probiotic. Seed is Mm -hmm. by far the best. I have yet to meet uh, any company or see any company that comes close to seed. Second would be you know consuming um, foods with beneficial fibers that feed healthy uh, bacteria. So you want to have adequate fiber intake. Um, in your diet. Um, and that's kind of it. I mean, you can look at like- Do you cult- say
2: digestive
1: enzymes?
0: Digestive yeah. enzymes can be in there that, mm. that might help as well. Although probiotics, it's, I probiotics put them higher, can, yeah. you know, higher. That's um, what
1: I meant by, this is tough because it's not really a, a there, uh, is there really a generic, but you said it. So a probiotic probably is the generic answer. Yep, yep. Then the more specific answer is based off of what your issue is. 100%. Because you could have a lot yep. of different things going on with your gut and based off of that- there then becomes better supplements to take. Yeah, like
0: yeah. for example, some yeah, there's, people. A lot of, there's a lot of people with acid reflux, and the cause is they're not producing enough um, of the digestive acids that are required. So you could supplement with. Right. Uh, what it's is, a is timing it? issue? A lot of what times? is it? HCA, HCL pills. Yeah, is, is yeah one HCL hydrochloric dried. acid. You could supplement with this apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar now. For some people, that's great. For other people, that would like me, that would make my gut go off, and that's why it's a little bit more specific to the person.
2: Yeah, I mean, I tried that, and it's it turned out to not really work well for me too, because uh, you know I had different issues. So yeah, and it is so individualized like that. But I would imagine that, and, and like you said, the just eating you know fibrous foods <laughs> to move things well, kind of along and, and create. Yeah, I mean, this is also the system.
1: The, this also highlights too the value of of going through this testing at least once. I mean, this is part of the reason with uh, partnering with uh dr cabral and his team is that and having that free forum for you guys to have access to yeah. uh is to get in there and to test. is to communicate uh with that community and those doctors it's free to you guys you guys are followers of mind pump to so get in there and and ask these type of questions but it, it's also worth the investment to get tested at least one time test so you have an idea of what are the offenders and what are the best supplements? You know you? what?
0: I'm going to say one more thing because I'm just starting to learn about this. And this is a, I don't want to say merging theory because it's actually been around for a little while, but I think it's getting more accepted that the central nervous system plays such a big role in your gut health that the reason why some people continue to have gut health issues has more to do with their central nervous system than it does with the, what's happening in the gut. Now the central nervous system that can throw things off, and then you can get things like SIBO reoccurring. Mm. But um, it's actually quite interesting. Uh, the effect now, what's funny is it sounds, it's actually quite obvious. We know this. When you get nervous or stressed out, gut issues pop up. Either indigestion, people say, oh, my God, you're giving me indigestion, or you know, getting really anxious will give someone diarrhea, yeah. for example. Yeah. Um, so that's another category of potential supplements mm. that you could look at, things that help uh, balance out your central nervous system um, based on whatever your issue is. So I could see that category starting to emerge. Yeah. Um, there's Lower like something stress. called uh, vagal, polyvagal theory, which is really interesting. I'm just learning about it, so I'm not going to comment on it. But if you have reoccurring gut issues, look that up. It's actually quite interesting. Look, if you love the show, head over to mindpumpfree.com and check out all of our free fitness guides. You can also find us on Instagram. Justin is at mindpumpjustin. I'm at mindpumpdestefano, and Adam is at Mind Pump Adam.
3: Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic.